Hey, what's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Mets Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Cutajar, and I can't wait to get back into talking about the New York Mets. So welcome back to another series recap and review episode. The Mets just completed their four-game set against the San Francisco Giants, taking three out of four in a really, really strong showing. In the first half, I'm going to break down the pitching and hitting performances through the four games that we saw, and then in the second half, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the series. Series. You know, just kind of going over this series very quickly. Going in, I thought, okay, take two out of four. That's good because this Giants team is a really good team. Won 107 games last year. To take three out of four and look really strong while doing it, I mean, better than I could have expected. So let's get into it. So just as I've been doing in the series recap and reviews, I'm going to go over the pitching performances in each game than the hitting performances in this first half. So starting with game one, uh, the games got postponed. So there was a doubleheader on Tuesday. The first game got postponed into Tuesday. On the mound for the Mets was Tyler McGill. Had a bit of a rough start, to be honest. He gave up four earned runs. He had four strikeouts, gave up seven hits, two walks, did give up a home run, and you know, not looking as dominant as we've seen from McGill his past few starts, but really it was two innings. It was honestly two innings that were, you know, the rough innings. It was the second inning where he gave up a homer and then a couple of hits where another runner scored. And then in the third inning, he he gave up, you know, a, a single, a walk, and then another hit for two runs to score. And Honestly, that was kind of it. He looked a lot better in the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings, which, you know, I really want to emphasize is that to me, that was what was impressive was, okay, he gave up the four runs. You know, the Mets were down 4-1 at that point, um, you know, after the third inning. And then, you know, he stayed in, he stayed in and he stayed strong, especially the fifth and sixth innings. He looked really dominant. And especially for me, the sixth inning was the one that stood out because that was after the Mets had gone and tied it back up. He still stayed in for another inning in the sixth inning and got him out one, two, three. Uh, It was just, it was very impressive to me to see McGill start off slow, have a bit of a rough start, a tougher start than he's seen so far this season. But the to go through to really you know knuckle down when it got tough and to to give the Mets innings you know go six innings in a in a doubleheader day that's huge especially you know after a slow start for him to just pick himself back up like that awesome job and props to him now from the bullpen the bullpen looked great all series and especially in this first game the Mets tied it back up like I mentioned and I'm going to get into that when I talk about the offense but From then, after McGill went six innings, Joely Rodriguez, Seth Lugo, Edwin Diaz, and Adam Adovino provided the Mets with four scoreless innings. The Mets played 10. They went to extras. Four scoreless innings. The only person who gave up a hit was Seth Lugo, who gave up two, and then Diaz and Adovino each walked the guy. But dominant performance from the the bullpen. No runs allowed. Just what you want to see, you know, Picking up after McGill had, you know, three strong scoreless innings after the the third. You love to see that. Seven scoreless innings after the third inning. Awesome job by the pitching staff in game one. Then moving on to game two, this was Max Scherzer's City Field debut as a Met, and he did not disappoint. He pitched seven innings, gave up one hit, one earned run, three walks, and ten strikeouts. He carried a no-hitter into the sixth inning, gave up a hit that scored a run with two outs, so, you know, he was pretty close to getting out of that inning. 
just was just looked like prime Max Scherzer. Honestly, there's not too much I have to say about his performance because he looked outstanding. Couldn't really ask for anything more, especially in the game two, the nightcap of the doubleheader. You know, the Mets just played a really, really exciting first game, and then for him to come out and just dominate. And you know, after giving up that that you know that one hit and then getting out of the inning which was really huge considering it was a 3 to 1 ball game a very close game at that point um the fact that he was able to get out of that inning and then he came back out in the 7th inning and pitched another inning there huge for this team again preserving the bullpen he spoke about it after the game it was awesome from there Drew Smith Trevor May came in Smith gave up a hit but other than that both of them were perfect Two innings, two scoreless innings. Mets won 3-1 to in that game, and the, again, the pitching was awesome. Moving on to Game 3, this was really the only game where the pitching struggled a little bit. Chris Bassett gave up eight hits and five earned runs, one walk, had six strikeouts over six innings pitched. You know, really, that's you know a pretty tough start for Bassett, but again, just like McGill, both he and McGill picked it up after having rough innings. For Bassett, it was really the first two innings. The first inning, you know, gave up three hits and a walk, three runs scored. Then in the second inning, gave up a home run. And after that, outside of a single that scored a run in the fourth inning, he was outstanding. And again, just like McGill, and, you know, I, I know he's not as young as McGill, but, you know, really just being a professional knuckling down when it got tough he ended up going six inning six innings just like McGill which was huge again for this bullpen during a a long four game series and then about to go on the road for a long road trip so you know awesome job for Bassett you know obviously a tough start not what you like to see but this is a very good Giants offense so I loved seeing him again knuckle down when it got tough he fought out, went to the the sixth inning, and in the fifth and sixth innings, he was outstanding. Struck out the side in the fifth, and then one, two, three, three ground outs in the sixth. Got six guys in a row there. Finished his, got his last seven in a row out. So awesome job for Bassett. And then again, the bullpen looking really good. Chase and Shreve came out, walked a guy, but struck out one, one scoreless inning. And then Sean Reed Foley. Talked a lot about him last episode, about how he really hasn't been looking great. He came in, two innings, no earned runs, had one walk, three strikeouts. Awesome job from the bullpen in Game 3. And that takes me to today's game, which, again, the pitching was outstanding. In this game, Carlos Carrasco had probably his best start as a Met, and I said that he had his best start as a Met last time. So the fact that he's showing improvement against a, a very, very good Giants team compared to him going up against the Diamondbacks, which not to to diminish how he performed against the Diamondbacks, but definitely looked really, really good against a very good and tough opponent. He went 7.2 innings, the longest I'm at starter has gone in a game this season. He gave up four hits, two earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts. He looked outstanding. At one point in this game today, he, he had retired 18 in a row. So I'm just really loving what we're seeing out of Cookie because if Carrasco can be, you know, close to what he was like in Cleveland and you know not even doesn't even have to be that close to what he was like in Cleveland but he's looking outstanding so far if he can be that guy I mean this rotation is going to flourish with with that kind of a, a guy as your 
you know, really on paper, your four starter when DeGrom is back. So if, if he's pitching like he is today out of the four spot, I mean, I don't know. This this rotation has already looked so good, but I mean, I'm just loving what I'm seeing out of Carrasco so far through his first three starts. And then Rodriguez, Joely Rodriguez, another good outing, only had to get one out, but got it. And then Diaz came in, two strikeouts and lockdown wasn't a save, but locked down the game. You know, just an awesome job all around from the pitching staff. Now, turning to the offense, I mean, the offense has looked good. I I mean, this was a big issue the Mets had last season, and they have looked really solid. Francisco Lindor specifically had a huge series. Game one, he hit a, a game-tying double in the, the fifth inning, in the Mets' three-run fifth inning that they had when they were down 4-1. to one. He His double tied up the game. That was super exciting. And then in the 10th inning, drove in the game-winning run with a single. McNeil also had a double in that first game. Marte generating a run in the first inning by stealing stealing second, moving the third on a missed throw, and then basically stealing home on a, on a pass ball or wild pitch. You know, I'm loving the aggressiveness. I really am. This first game was super exciting. You know, the Mets were down 4-1 to one after three was looking like okay I mean this is a good Giants team being down like this they they got good pitching I don't know if we're gonna really see the Mets come through here but just an outstanding job have to give Pete Alonso some credit in this not really an offensive thing here he ended up going over four in this game but a, a game saving toe tap at first base in the 10th inning gotta shout that out but you know, loving loving the, the offense in Game 1, driving the Mets to a 5-4 extra inning comeback victory after being down 4-1. to In Game 2, there was really only one inning where the Mets kind of exploded in terms of runs. They scored all three of their runs in this 3-1 victory in one inning. But again, just aggressive base running and timely hitting. Escobar doubled. He's been really honestly on fire, I would say. He's been really hot lately, especially with the the extra base hits. He doubled the right. Lindor scored and Alonzo aggressive base running coming all the way around from first to score. Love to see that. And then right after Dom Smith singling the center, driving in Escobar, you know, again, timely hitting, keeping keeping innings going, driving in runs. Other than that, the Mets didn't score anymore, but eight hits. You love to see that. Lindor, two for four in that game. Escobar and Smith also going two for four. Alonzo, one for three, had a walk. So, you know, pretty solid day from this team. Guillaume getting a hit. Beardless Guillaume getting his first hit of the season in that game as well. Really nice win for the Mets to sweep the doubleheader. Game three. The Mets offense was pretty shut down, but they were facing Carlos Rodon, who is an outstanding pitcher. He struck out eight Mets over five innings. But what I liked about this game, and I've talked about this again and again these past couple episodes, is the Mets battling back late in the game. They battled back in the seventh inning to score a run. After a walk and a single, Marte singled and Guillaume scored. Then Marte, questionable, gave himself the green light and got... got Caught stealing to end the inning was a little rough because it was first and third. There was two outs with Lindor up, who's been really hot. So didn't love to see that. That wasn't really the best, but I really do like the aggressiveness, especially at that point the Mets were down 5-1. Put another guy in scoring position. I do like the aggressiveness. Maybe would have waited a pitch or two because it was just on the first pitch that he went. But 
you know, I understand the aggressiveness, a little rough to end that that rally that was going on there. But then in the eighth inning, Mets got a couple guys on base via the single, Alonzo Escobar, and then Canna singled, drove in a run. There was some questionable putting putting certain guys in in terms of Cano coming in instead of McNeil and then him grounding out, which, you know, I understand it. It, it was just a, a weird choice. There was no Buck Walter in the the dugout for that game but then after that dom smith lined a, a bullet and wilmer flores old met robbed him of a, a probably a two-run hit at that point um which would have made the game five to four rough game but i like the battle at the end of the game from the offense mets end up losing five to two and then that takes us to today's game the finale mets Win 6-2. to two. Their offense was looking really good today. Lindor hit a home run and had three hits. Escobar had his first home run as a Met. Marcano went two for four, drove in two runs. Alonzo had two hits. Guillaume had two hits. You know, you love to really see that, that everyone getting hits, everyone working together here. Mets score six runs. Nimmo drove in a, in a run at the end late on a, on a deep single. And McNeil... While he didn't drive in any runs, he did score. He hit one that I thought was out. He thought was out. The SNY crew thought was out. But it ended up being a very deep double. But just a really good job all around from the offense in this game. So now that I've gone over the pitching and hitting performances from this series, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I'm back, I want to get into my thoughts on how the Mets performed. All right, and welcome back. So now that we've gone over the specifics in terms of pitching and hitting, want to really get into how the Mets performed, my thoughts on this series. So like I mentioned in the very beginning of this episode, this was a huge series for the Mets to take three out of four of. The Giants are a very good team. They've got a, a really, as I talked about last episode, a really, really deep and strong rotation, and on top of that, a very good bullpen. So, as I talked about with the offense, it was great to see them battling literally every game. Now, the third game, obviously, they were facing Rodon, who has been great this year. So far, he's pitching to a 1.06 ERA. He had eight strikeouts. He had 12, I think, in his debut this year. So he's been really, really strong. If there was a game that they were probably going to struggle, it, it makes sense that it was this one. But they did battle. They knocked him out after five innings. You know, I was at this game. If you follow my Twitter at PodMets, I posted a picture of being there. And the one thing about the Mets is they, they weren't really getting much going on him, only three hits. They did walk twice, but, you know, they were making him work and they knocked him out after five innings and you know Chris Bassett he he had given up five runs in four innings and and four through through two innings and he had a lower pitch count and lasted longer than Rodon who gave up no runs and I think that's a credit to the Mets bats who are taking long at bats making pitchers work fouling pitches off and just waiting for their pitch may not have translated into a ton of hits against Rodon but you know, I think just to single out this this one game where the offense really seemed to, you know, struggle in comparison to the other games, I think you got to, you know, feel pretty good about the fact that they were able to knock this top pitcher in the game out 
as early as they did with him dominating as much as he did, that is a testament to the Mets' offense. Now, I talked about the aggressiveness. I liked a lot of the aggressive base running, getting, uh, sending people home with, with Alonzo in Game 2 running the bases, Marte in Game 1, the way he was running the bases, and even in the game last night when he got thrown out, I did appreciate that, that level of intensity and aggressiveness, even if it didn't work out. I liked... You know, just the 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 battling back of this offense. I, I ta- I've talked about this time and time again, and I mentioned it earlier. But you know, game one, down four to one. You know, Mets of last year. To be honest, that would have been a an insurmountable deficit, which is saying a lot because it was three runs and they were down four to one in the third inning. the The third inning was when they were down four to one, and. At that point, I, you know, thinking, being in my, my Mets mindset, I was like, oh, I guess this game is pretty much over. But they didn't. They battled back, and thanks to their bullpen, they kept it close. Thanks to McGill and their bullpen, they kept it close and were able to come through. Had a bit of a, a tough ninth where they had an opportunity, didn't score, but then, you know, a really nice top of the 10th inning, got out of that jam, and. The Mets came through in the bottom of the 10th. Lindor came through in the bottom of the 10th, and he has just been really hot recently. I mean, two for four, two for five in the first game, two for four in the second game, 0 for five in the third game, bit of a rough, a, a bit of a rough outing in game three, but then in game four, three for five. I mean, it's the Lindor that we were hoping and expecting to get when he was traded for and had this this was given this huge contract, and so you just love to see him performing this this way this early in the season. Now, turning more to the pitching, that was more me looking and giving my thoughts on on the hitting this series, but the pitching has been just so strong. I mean, the starters, not much more I can say about them. I I mean, I love the 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 way that Scherzer and Carrasco absolutely dominated. And while McGill and Bassett had, had tough outings between them, you know, they both battled and worked to the point where they, they lasted until the sixth in both of their starts, which was huge for the bullpen and was just great for the team. And it was, to me, it was showed their professionalism and showed them working these games like pros. I mean, they, they said, okay, Gave up some runs, but we need to work hard. We need to help this team, and they did. Both of their last couple of innings in their starts, they looked lights out. And while the Mets were down in those games, they they held it. They kept it close. They kept it manageable, and that's all you can ask from your pitchers because you're not going to have a perfect outing every time. That's impossible to assume that. There are 148 more games in this season, and, you know, there's going to be plenty of bad starts, but if your pitchers can can really get it together and and you know keep it manageable and and hang in there and help your bullpen out, that's going to just help the entire team. And then speaking of the bullpen, I mean, just a huge series for them against a really tough lineup. You know, they've been struggling in the first three series. I mean, granted, it was really like one game a series that they had quote unquote bad games, but you know. That was a little concerning considering what we've seen from the bullpen in the past with the Mets. And and for them to, you know, bounce back this series, have four lights out games in a row, I mean, just can't ask for anything more. I've, I'm loving what I'm seeing. It's, you know, just 
Just outstanding performances all around on the pitching and for the hitting. Again, really great job from them as well. So looking ahead to the upcoming series against the Diamondbacks, for tomorrow night's game, it will be David Peterson up against Zach Gallen. Mets struggled a little bit against Gallen in their first game against him last week, so hopefully they can, you know, turn it around after seeing him once. And really excited to see David Peterson back out there on the mound for his second start of the year. Saturday is currently a TBD for both teams. Buck Showalter said it is a TBD pitcher right now for, for Saturday's game. But on Sunday, it will be Tyler McGill up against Madison Bumgarner. Really excited to see if McGill can come out there, bounce back after, like I said, a, a bit of a tough start against the Giants, but the way he finished was super strong. So if he can go back out there and battle, I'll be really excited to see that. Again, as we talked about with the Diamondbacks, this, the, this is a winnable series, especially since the Mets have seen them already. But you know, don't want to let your guard down, especially after a tough matchup against the Giants. Got to go out there, battle hard, try and take two out of three. If they can do that every series, if they can win every series, I mean, it's going to be a really nice season for the Mets. But I'm loving what I'm seeing so far, and I'm really excited for this upcoming weekend in the desert. So let me know what you think. Send any thoughts, questions, opinions about anything I said or anything else about the Mets to my Twitter, at PodMets. I love talking about the Mets. I love talking about baseball. So send any of your thoughts to my Twitter at PodMets and don't forget to follow as well. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I just said, be sure to follow my Twitter at PodMets and follow the podcast wherever you listen so that you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much again for listening. And as always, let's go Mets.